Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Our story follows in a moment after this dramatic scene with our friends. Molly, have you been watching that paint job they're doing on the house across the street? White with pink shutters? <laughs> Almost as pink as the cheeks on a young couple living there. And were they excited when they moved in? You know, that first day in a new home is a big event in any family's life. Sure is. And another big event is the day the family can stop worrying about what would happen to their home if Dad wasn't around to make payments on the mortgage or pay the rent. And friends... That big day comes when a prudential mortgage cancellation plan takes over the problem for you. With this plan in your life insurance program, if anything happens to the breadwinner, Prudential will provide the money to pay off the mortgage on your home. Leaves it free and clear for you and your family to live in as long as you wish. For most families, the yearly cost is less than 1% of the amount you borrowed. And if you're renting an apartment or home, you'll find the cost of Prudential's rent payment plan just as low. So ask your Prudential agent to come around and give you the details on these wonderful home protection plans provided by the company with the strength of Gibraltar. Like the book says, the future belongs to those who prepare for it. Something new has been added at 79 Wistful Vista. A swarm of bees on the fence in the backyard. What in the world do you do with 5,000 bees carrying 5,000 stingers and buzzing around outside your window? That's what Mr. McGee is trying to find out right now. Hello? Hello? What say, Mert? The line's busy. Well, so am I. Well, break in, will you? Breakfast is ready, Yeah, this is an emergency. See what you can do, will you, Mert? Oh, you're still trying to get the city hall. I sure am. We've got to get rid of that clump of bees out there before they attack some passing pedestrian and they sue us. Besides, I'm afraid to move out of the house those bed- I know, I know. I'm on your side. But can't you let it wait till after breakfast? I'm hungry and everything's ready. What say, Mert? Well, okay, I'll be here. Well, call me the minute the line is free, will you? Urgent. Thanks. Good. Now we can eat. And wrap them politicians anyhow. When they're running for office, they give you a big warm handshake. But after they're in, all you get's a cold shoulder. Oh, now, McGee, take it easy and stop pacing up and down. Come on into breakfast because I'm starving. Oh, now who... You pour the coffee, I'll answer the door. I don't want to open it more than an inch because that bee that got in here yesterday liked to drove us both. Grocery boy! Come in, quick. Well, good morning, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi, kids. I brought your order, daughter. Where will I put it? Bring it on out to the kitchen. How come you brought it to the front door this time? Because today's my birthday. Yeah? Well, happy birthday. How old are you? Well, let's see. What was the year Washington crossed the Delaware? Oh, don't tell us you were born in 1775. No, I just used that as a guide, daughter. Oh. You see, me and a couple other kids went down to the river that day to see George off and help shove the boat in the water. Now, if I was 12 then, let's see. Uh, (laughs) I'll bet today isn't your birthday at all. Nope. The real reason I used the front door is because of them pesky bees you got clustered on the corner of your fence. I was afraid to pass by. Well, don't worry. We're going to get rid of them. I got a call into the city hall right now. City Hall, huh? Yeah. 
Mert's going to call me back as soon as their line is free. Then I'll find out which department handles bee removal and turn it over to them. Oh, that may take forever, Johnny. I had me a very bad experience with City Hall one time. Yes, you must tell us about it some other time. Our breakfast is on the table and... Oh, dear. I'll get it, kiddo. It's City Hall. Finally got through. But, McGee, our breakfast is ready. It won't take long. All I got to do is find the right man in charge of the right division, and he'll connect me with the department head who'll probably send the man... Hello? You probably won't be able to talk to him again for days, daughter. What was that you were saying just before the phone rang? I said our breakfast is on the table, yours and mine. So if you'd like to join me, I'll be happy to hear about your experience with the city hall if you don't mind my eating while you talk. I'm starved. Me too. But I already talked to the Agriculture Commission. They gave me the public information section, who gave me the civil defense office, who switched me to the Department of Parks Commissioner, whose brother-in-law said he was out fishing and suggested I call you. Yeah, I'll wait. Are you coming, McGee? Better than I expected. It's three o'clock, and I only got about 16 more departments to go. Good. You keep trying, and maybe if we're real lucky, the bees will just get up and leave by themselves. It's not likely. Uh, Hello? What? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right, Councilman. Bees. About 5,000 of them. Yeah, in our backyard. And we were wondering if you... You do? You do? Good. Success, kiddo. Success. At last. Uh, get a pencil and paper and take this down. Just a minute now. Just a minute. Okay. Go ahead. Paul Greifer. G-R-E-I-F-F-E-R. Yeah. And he'll come and take him away for us, will he? Oh, he's a beekeeper. Oh, he'll take him away and keep him, huh? Swell. That, that, that's the best way. Thank goodness. Lives right near here, you say. Well, what's his number? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. You got that, Mom? Got what? The, the number he just gave me. Uh, Vista 8675. Oh, oh, yes. Now that you mention it, I do. Oh, uh, well, thanks a lot, Councilman. I knew if I stuck with it, I'd get some action out of you guys down there at City Hall. By the way, what's your name so I can vote for you at the next election? Simpson. Fred Simpson? That bum? I mean, uh, bye. Ooh. Boy, was he sore. For heaven's sake, I don't blame him. Well, at last, our troubles are over. I'll just dial this guy Greifer's number and get him over here right away and fix me a root beer, will you? My throat is getting dry. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Do you have to think twice about performing a simple, everyday act like walking? Of course not. But more than half a million people do. They have cerebral palsy, a condition that affects 10,000 babies every year. Thousands of adults are affected by cerebral palsy as a result of an accident that damages the motor section of the brain. It could happen to you or to your child at any time. And if it did, could you afford the tremendous medical expenses? Imagine how a person feels when he suddenly finds himself with cerebral palsy, helpless, but not hopeless if he has your help. Through United Cerebral Palsy... Medical specialists, physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech therapists, teachers, nurses, and psychologists have all joined to help CP children walk, talk, and play. This program needs your help if it is to continue. Send a contribution this month to United Cerebral Palsy in care of your local postmaster and do it now. A CP child needs your help desperately. Come in. Oh, 
Oh, good afternoon, Dr. Gamble. Hello, my dear. How are you? Pretty well, doctor, considering. Considering? What's he been up to now? Oh, not McGee. I meant considering the little visitors in the backyard. Oh, the swarm of bees. Yes. Yeah, I saw them as they came in. And I walked way around them, believe me. I can't get out in the backyard to hang up any laundry. And the milkman left our milk at Nelson's this morning. And the mailman phoned at noon to say if we wanted our mail, we could pick it up at the post office. (laughs) Otherwise, everything's fine. (laughs) Well, where's your lord and master, knight in shining armor and defender of the home? Hiding in the coal bin? No. (laughs) No, he's in here in the den on the phone. He called the city hall to find out what to do, and they gave him the name of a beekeeper, and he's... No, no, I already talked to Paul Dreifer. He said he was too busy and gave me Swab Hawkins' number, and Hawkins said there must be some mistake because he cleans out chimneys. But then he remembered Arnold Bricker, who kept bees at one time, but his wife won't let him do it anymore, so he suggested you. Yeah, I'll wait. Oh, dear. Maybe I better come back in a week or so. Oh, hi, suit seat. Hello, gum beater. Is it true those bees out there have just elected you chief drone? Because they couldn't have made a duller choice. Relax, George, unlax. As <laughs> soon as I get hold of a bee expert and get our yard de-beed, you know, have it bee-hydrated, <laughs> I'll think up a funny answer for you, and in the meantime... Hello? How's that? Contact who? Bill Friedman. Here we go, some more. Yeah, he's a what? An entomologist? Oh, homologist. Oh, an entomologist, one of them. Good. Swell. Hold on a minute. Uh, Molly. Yeah. What the heck's an entomologist? Well, that's a man who studies insects. Sure, like me. I've been studying McGee for years. Oh, (laughs) hush, doctor. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Probably just the man we're looking for, dearie. Get his number. Yeah. Uh, Hello? What's this guy Friedman's phone number? Oh, you got his address, though, huh? Well, give me the address, will you? Give me the address. I'll write it down. Bill Friedman. F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N. Ph.D. You got that, Molly? Yes, go on. 1055 Rue de la Paris, France? What? Hmm. He says we should write the guy a letter and explain our problem. <laughs> says he's a very nice guy, and of all the idiotic, ridiculous... Ah, <laughs> uh, Get dinner started, will you, Molly, and I'll try some more after dinner. Okay. I'll find somebody to get them bees out of our yard if it's the last thing I do. Hello? This is Fibber McGee of 79 Wistful Vista. We got a cluster of bees in our yard, and we want to get rid of them. And how we want to get rid of them. Yeah. Your name was given to me by a man who's in the hospital for bee stings. Says he was your assistant, and that you got away in time, and you're still available. You are? You're not too busy? You're not leaving town for the beekeeper's convention? Hold on. Molly. Oh, Molly. I'm right here. Take it easy. Uh, I found one. I finally found a guy. He'll do it. Thank heaven. If I have to go through another day like today... Hello. Can you come over right away? Right now? So we can get some sleep and... Hmm? Well, well, yeah, I I realize it's after midnight, but... Hmm? Yeah, but... I know, but... Hmm. Well... Okay. Bye. What'd he say? Is he coming? What'd he say? He said, bees settle down when it gets dark. You can't move them. Oh? Then he says, I'll be glad to do it for you tomorrow morning, Mr. McGee, he says. But next time anything like this happens, call me right away, he says. Don't put it off all day and call me at midnight. What? Don't put it off all day, he says. 
Here, I've been on that phone since practically daybreak. You poor thing. Didn't have any breakfast till lunch and didn't have any lunch at all. Haven't had dinner yet. Don't put it off, he says, of all the silly things. There, there, now, don't cry, McGee. It'll all be over tomorrow. Come on up to bed. Fibber and Molly will be right back. Like adventure? Like to laugh at good comedy? Then Thursday night is your night for wonderful radio listening on NBC Radio. There's adventure aplenty when Roy Rogers rides the range in an exciting tale of the modern-day Wild West. Even today, there are still bandits, rustlers, and desperados. It takes Roy to keep things peaceful-like. Dale and the rest of the gang tag along to lend Roy help when he needs it. As added enjoyment, Roy has a Western song handy. Hearing Roy sing really makes you yearn for the wide-open spaces. You'll enjoy the Roy Rogers Show, heard Thursday evenings on NBC Radio. For comedy, you'll want to join your old radio friend, Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve. Gildy manages to come up with a few comical problems that could only happen to the water commissioner of Summerfield. Yes, Thursday night is your radio night on NBC, your night to enjoy high-flying action on the Roy Rogers Show, and every night, Sunday through Thursday, to visit with the great Gildersleeve. Know why NBC leads the rest with the best in radio entertainment. Molly. Molly. Uh, who, uh, what is it, McGee? I just thought of something. Before that guy takes that swarm of bees away tomorrow, I'm going to get my brownie out and take some pictures and sell them. Sell a picture of a swarm of bees? To whom? Hollywood. Who else? I read just yesterday where they spent $10 million on bee pictures last year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get it, kiddo? Bee pictures? Pictures of a bee? It ain't it's... funny, McGee. Well, I was half asleep when I thought of it. Go to sleep. Okay. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber, McGee, and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald urging you to listen tomorrow to see if the McGees get rid of their pests. Good night. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.